views and opinions expressed by Edwin are Edwin and Edwin's only, all right? Not of the sponsors, employers, baby mama, anybody he went to school with, anybody he owe money to. With that being said, enjoy the video. What is going on, everyone? Edwin Pagan here. Thanks for joining me on the Word on the Road podcast, your weekly technology care package. Man, I am your host, Edwin Pagan. Thanks for joining me on, uh, this used to be a weekly podcast we did every three days, and now we do it only on Wednesdays because coronavirus. It's, it's completely messed up the news cycle, bro. But how's everybody doing, man? I hope everyone's doing good, man. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, it's a weekly podcast I do, uh, where I take three articles from the internet, usually technology-related, and I give you my insight, my analysis on them, uh, break it down for you, and then I send you on your way more informed and more aware of things going on on the interwebs, man. With that being said, bro, I hope everyone's been doing good. I, uh, 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 I'm accepting that uh, the, uh, the 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 lockdown is real, and we're never gonna get out of this. We're gonna be in lockdown and quarantine forever forever man but that being said man i have been very fortunate uh to have uh work um to be able to work right now i'm, I'm honestly just thankful about that um i was i was on facebook today and i saw one of my uh one of my friends posting something about like uh um how affected they are about just the fact that they're like their, their life has been changed like they love um what they do they love you know working in hospitality and the fact that they can't do that anymore um it's crazy. It speaks to how affected they are because I think it goes beyond uh, money for some people. I think for some people, it's about pride. It's about having a purpose. It's about, um, you know, something that just meaningful in your life. And uh, um, a lot of people lost that, bro. So it's it's weird to see things going on right now. But um, I hopefully won't be as somber on this podcast. All right. I, 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 one of the reasons I, I honestly had to switch to the format of doing this once a week instead of three times a week is because just like if I did it three times a week, bro, all I'm going to be talking about is coronavirus stories. And I don't want to do that. And um, so it, it kind of just speaks to what what's going on these days, man. So but with that, with that being said, man, everything else with me is good. Uh, definitely, uh, I, I've been working on the studio. I finally got some lighting. Uh, excuse me. I finally got some lighting in the studio, um, some better lighting to make my videos better. Um, it, it was crazy because I was using like a little spotlight camera, and it's just like that was not working uh, at all. But with that being said, um, just been working on the studio, getting content out, and um, that's it, man. You know what I'm saying? But uh, let's see what else I wanted to cover about my personal life. I uh, um, No, that's it. <laughs> but with that being said, guys, let's go ahead and jump right into the articles. Keep the podcast short, but uh, uh, keep it short but in-depth. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, man, the articles discussed today will be available. Uh, but with that being said, guys, the articles discussed today will be available in the description below if you're watching on YouTube. And if you're listening on a podcast application, it'll be available in the bio. So with that being said, guys, first article of the day is coming from the fine folks at Ars Technica which is basically your boy Elon Musk uh, said that uh, he will be opening uh, his plant up despite uh, uh, basically the lockdown going on, right? So he said, um, you know, he, he dares county officials to arrest him as he reopens his Fremont factory. Now, man, uh, Elon Musk right now, um, obviously... Uh, he's uh, he, he he has cars to make. You know what I'm saying? And you got you got to respect him in, in a sense for being a guy who who is standing up for what he believes in. You know, he's saying that hey, listen, we're taking all the proper precautions uh, in order to make sure our employees are safe, getting tested, clan hand sanitizer, all that good stuff. But at the end of the day, his factory cannot afford to shut down. You know, they cannot afford to not make deliveries. They cannot afford to just completely seize operations or else they're going to fail and 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 it's one of those things where you know there's a perspective or an angle that you can come at from the sense of like uh, they're billionaires why do they you know they have plenty of money they don't need any money 
but there's another aspect of it where it's like, yes, but this is still a business and it's not an endless bank account. You know, uh, if he has to make payroll three times and uh, an operational cost to come with that factory and he has to make payroll three times, where's that money coming from? If there's no money coming in. You know, you look at Disney as, as rich as they are here in Orlando, as rich as Disney is, they still had to furlough 90,000 plus employees. You know what I'm saying? And it does, that's just Disney employees. You don't understand the economies and the jobs that are created because of Disney and the people who depend on workers from Disney, whether they're dry cleaners, whether they're transportation services, whatever they are, they no longer exist right now because of the quarantine. And and, and so those companies are are for low and because they they can't afford it because they will lose money. And that's basically what Elon Musk is saying is like saying, hey, listen, we we. The type of work we're doing, we're not exposing the general public to this disease. We're we're in a factory, you know what I'm saying? And so to see him kind of stand up and say, "Hey, listen, nah, bro, like we're we're gonna make these cars, and if you want to arrest me, arrest me. If you don't, then don't." You know what I'm saying? But I gotta respect someone like this for what he's doing. He he's I I always respect people, regardless if if I believe in their cause or not, who are willing to fall on the sword for their for their for their beliefs who are willing to 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 follow this i'm not i'm not saying i support terrorism bro <laughs> that's a terrible idea but what i'm saying is that like you got to respect someone who's able to believe in something like that you know what i'm saying and i think that's exactly what elon musk is it really shows that like he really is in this uh he, he really is in this in this forever you know what i'm saying he the way he cares about his businesses um is not just just a money grab it's it's like nah bro like we will we will continue to make these cars and so salute to elon musk for what he's doing and um hopefully uh, i don't i don't bite my tongue on this and in a couple weeks from now we hear about tesla having the highest infection rates or something like that but with that being said man uh, check out that article at Ars Technica, man. So next story is coming from the fine folks at uh, BuzzFeed News, which is uh, Twitter will allow employees uh, to work at home uh, forever. So Jack Dorsey had sent out a message to employees um, on an email on Tuesday telling them that they will be allowed to work from home permanently even after coronavirus pandemic lockdown passes, man. So basically, he he's saying what everyone should have been saying for years now, which is, the idea that employees have to come into the office is such a, a 20th century concept and in the world we're living in now with technology with with broadband with uh, video conferencing with skype zoom there's a thousand applications out there with cloud what is the purpose of having people in the office you know outside of like people who need to be in the office right because he kind of highlights in the, in the article that like people who are um like for example people who are uh like engineers like server engineers obviously they need to come on site and service engineers and stuff like uh service to servers but outside of that uh that outside of that work if you're working in finance if you're working in in, in, in uh, accounting uh, if you're working in marketing a lot of these jobs are just you're sitting in a cubicle and working and then going to a meeting and then coming back and if you look at how much more productive people can be if they work from home they don't have to go you know go drive they don't have to like they can hop on meetings instantly they don't like the list goes on and on and so I've always said that like work in the office in particular uh, is just like a giant daycare for adults because we can't we don't trust them you know and I think now more than ever um, with the accessibility of a high-speed internet with computers and all that stuff and the ability to lock down computers securely there's no reason why companies shouldn't allow employees or give employees the options to work from home because it's just like 
what is the purpose of me being here? And I think the longer we spend time in quarantine, the more employees are going to say, hey, why do I have to come in the office today? What do you need me for? Like, uh, just call me. Just text me. You know, I, I've had the privilege of having jobs where I could work remotely. I like going into the office. Now, I'm weird like that, but I like getting dressed up. I liked going into the office. Um, but even at the time, my configuration or my setup I had at home wasn't ideal for working from home. But right now, the way my stuff is set up, it's set up for work from home. It's my office is on point. I have everything I need to get the job done. And so um, it, it goes back to that point. It's like, why why do people work like come into the office? And so I think after all this is said and done, um, I know that like a lot of companies are going to follow suit with what, you know, Twitter is doing, which is allowing people to work home remotely, you know, because at the end of the day, what is it that you need me at the office for if I'm just going to be sitting in a cubicle? You know what I'm saying? Like I've worked in jobs where we sit in a cubicle and you don't talk to other people. You don't leave that cubicle all day. You literally sit in that cubicle. You go to lunch, you go to the bathroom, you come back and you work in that cubicle. Why can't I do that from home? You know what I'm saying? And I think like uh, one of the companies that my buddy's working for, he told me that they're doing more of a like, uh, you know, uh, give us a reason to send you back to the office. Meaning when you betray that trust, when we see that you're not productive or anything like that, we'll say, hey, come on into the office and see what's going on. But until then, give us a reason to send you to the office. But if you keep doing your job correctly, if you're doing it right, if you're excelling, then there should be no reason why you can't work from home, man. Because for a lot of people, it's it's ideal. You know, the, the it's an ideal solution to to not have to spend so much money on gas. No more excuses about having car issues and being late to work. Um, being able to pick up your kids, being able to be home while your kids are home, um, it's important. So there's just so many things that are benefits uh, of working from home, especially for families, that I think it's one of those things that employees really need to reconsider. Because um, there's people that I guarantee you who will even take a salary cut if they can work from home. You know what I'm saying? Because they'll calculate it in the sense of like, well, I already spend two or three thousand dollars a year on gas that's money i just saved you know what i'm saying if i get to work from home and so um it's a it's an interesting way to look at it but i think a lot of companies are going to follow suit with what twitter uh, is doing which is saying hey if you want to work from home permanently by all means do your thing play um so with that being said man next article and last article is coming from the fine folks uh at uh android 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 authority <laughs> uh, so this is an interesting article that i found pretty uh, uh gnarly which is uh, uh did you know samsung once thought android was a joke man this kind of speaks to the to the uh the history of android and uh, iphone i thought this was very interesting to say at least but um Basically, what they talk about on the article is that the original designer of uh, Android uh, had presented it to uh, Samsung, uh, to a room of, of executives. He's like, yo, this is this is Android. It's a mobile operating system designed to compete with like BlackBerry uh, and with uh, iPhone. It's an open source um, uh, system and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And in the article, it talks about how the executives in the room laughed at him. They said, ah, who you, who you and what team are going to design this mobile operating system and employ it to devices. Right. Um, and then what the article talks about is that like a couple of, uh, I think it's like a couple days later, um, he sold, he, he sells the, the Android operating system, uh, to, uh, Google for $30 million or sorry, $50 million. Uh, and then Google hired him as a senior vice president of mobile and digital content and the rest is history. Google uh, released Android, and Android is what it is today. It's not iPhone. 
I don't use Android, but it is it is one of the you know leading operating systems, man. And I think there's like a nostalgic there's a nostalgic aspect of this story that I like because I really did I really do I I, I remember that day not that day but I remember when Android and iPhone were just it was Android iPhone BlackBerry um, Trio um, and uh, and what is the other one windows mobile phone there you go i remember when it was off when it was those four and then android and iphone were like they were just like mm, they were competing with each other but in that same respect it this is when the early days of mobile technology were just like it, it, it's not what it was today you know what i'm saying and i remember just like thinking like man why can't this be better i wish android had this and that um, and then to see the the phones today as advanced as they are, it, it, it kind of makes you reminisce of the days when you didn't have those capabilities. But um, it kind of speaks to like how, you know, uh, uh, iPhone kind of set the bar of what mobile technology should be and everyone followed suit with that. You know what I'm saying? And I think there was a point in time where like, I don't know if I, don't, if I remember this accurately, that uh, like, like Steve Jobs sat down with like, uh, the people of uh, like I think it was one of the Google guys. He's like, "You make phones now? Like, what the hell kind of bullshit is this?" And it really was this one of those things where like people were in shock to see that like, oh my god, someone's going after Apple, competing with Apple. And the article kind of talks about like if Samsung would have bought um, Android, would they have been the same company? Um, would they have been this as successful? Would Android had been as successful? And uh, if you ask me, if Samsung would have bought android would it have been as successful as it is today absolutely 100 percent not successful uh i personally don't like samsung devices and the issue with samsung versus uh versus a lot of other companies is that they're so profit driven you know what i'm saying so had samsung acquired android we android would have been in my opinion a bloated a uh, piece of uh, a bloated operating system that probably would have not been accessible on anything other than Samsung devices would have been bloated with software spyware not spyware but just stuff to like you know to get you to buy other stuff and it, it would have been something that would just been like completely unenjoyable and iPhone really would have taken off I think what Android and what Google does with Android how they've licensed it how they've made it open source how they've made it so smooth uh, the services that come available with it and the fact that it's it's not bloated uh, everybody wants that vanilla experience on on android um it kind of speaks to how good the operating system is when it's 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 number one goal in its development process is to make it as as as, as functional as possible versus how can we install this application you know i used to love samsung phones i'm an iphone user now but i, I love the note series uh, the samsung notes uh i remember the samsung mega the damn thing was like this huge um and i remember just thinking like damn these phones suck like i would look at the phone's resources and i'd be like how is it that this phone is doing nothing right now and off rip 1.5 gigs of ram are occupied right now doing nothing and a lot of it was just software you couldn't remove you had no control everything was really really locked down and then the way the phones just aged like in a, in a year the phone just was just slow and it's just like how is this phone slow how is it that you have so many specs but you're slow like you, you have such high specs but you're slow and, and you see why it's slow and you can't do anything about it and that's why i love 
iPhone. It's it's it. You have complete control over the operating system in a weird way, um, where you can like delete applications and you can see what's on your system and you can have a buttery experience. Um, and that's that's honestly why I love iPhone. And and so this article kind of just is is interesting to see that like hey Samsung once had the opportunity to buy Android, um, but. But with that being said, guys, these are the articles for uh, today's episode, man. I appreciate everybody uh, listening to the podcast. Kind of a quick one, kind of a short one, but I wanted to get it out there for you, man. But uh, if you have any questions or comments on the stories, leave them below. I'll try to comment on them for you. But until next time, guys, my name is Edwin Pagan. Uh, I appreciate y'all watching. Make sure to subscribe and like the video. And until next time, take care, everyone. Peace. Guys, what are you doing? Watching my dad's channel. <laughs> Watching your dad's YouTube channel?